All right, welcome back, guys, to another episode of A Pinball Podcast. And today we are going to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles some more. But this time we're not going to discuss the issues that's been going on with it, the playfield issues, node board issues, glider issues. We did that in a previous podcast, and I know that a lot of other people are talking about it right now. And we'll just put that to bed right now. To me, there's no need to keep talking about it because everybody else is. And we'll let them just... Uh, I hope CERN figures it out eventually. I really do. But besides that, let's go ahead and talk about, you know, just how to play this pen. I think that's very important. Just kind of going over exactly how I like to approach it. And because after all, I would like to think the reason why we all buy pinball isn't just to have them on in the background like I do right now and just to leave them on and just stare at them. I'd like to think that we actually do try to play them and for me personally, I love playing in tournaments, but one of the things I really love doing with pinball is I love figuring it out. I love figuring out exactly how to just totally destroy a pin, how to dominate it, how to beat it into submission, how to get to wizard mode, and how to do things efficiently. That's kind of how I like to approach things. Now, in terms of Ninja Turtles, what we're going to discuss today is a good approach to playing it. I'm not going to give the exact roadmap on it because quite frankly, I'm still developing that a little bit and there's new code that's going to come out anytime now that's going to slightly alter even what I'm going to tell you today. Although we can pretty much, uh, I'll explain what that is, what I believe it's going to be. And basically, you know, in terms of roadmapping, be sure after this, Check out that podcast, listen in, because I've got a little bit more information over there. So I'm not going to go over exactly what road mapping is in this episode. What this episode will assume is that you already know how to play Ninja Turtles or that you have a working knowledge of Ninja Turtles. So that being said, a large portion of this too is it's not really relative whether you're playing an LE or a Pro. Truth be told, the main difference of that is, is just being able to control the diverter, which is the glider and I can control whether or not my left ramp is going to actually return back to my left flipper. That does play a big deal in terms of getting episodes set up or getting lit again. And that does play a big deal too if you understand the sequences in order to complete a particular episode, such as if I wanna go from my right flipper to my left ramp, but then I also wanted to return back to my right flipper so I can hit the left orbit. And from there, I know that post will come up and so it'll come back to my upper flipper and then I can complete the shot on the center ramp. But wait, there's more, because sometimes it might still come back to the left flipper, and then I can complete whatever shot I need to on the right ramp or the right orbit slash spinner shot. Take a breath. See what I mean? It's important that you know your sequences because you can go over these things in your head. And when you know where the next shot is gonna be, that's when you can play on the fly, and that's when you can play on the fly efficiently, especially if you're accurate, especially if you're accurate. Now, if you're not accurate, then I, I don't know how good that'll do for you, but it's important to know those types of sequences. So that being said, you can set up different sequences according to an LE and a pro. We're not gonna go over that today, but that's just a great example of what you can do, and we will do that in the future. All right, so that's enough talking. We're about four minutes into this, so we might as well get on with it, and I'll tell you guys exactly how to blow up Ninja Turtles. So. What I like to do is I like to pick Raphael. And again, somebody might have a better way to do this. This is the best way that I have figured out based on taking the glass off, hitting switches, playing different characters and everything. 
as of right now, as of the code being 1.11, I hope it's 1.11. I think, I think that's what it is right now. As of today, August 24th, I like using Raphael. The reason being, as soon as I choose Raphael as my turtle, the episodes are lit. I can go ahead and start my episode immediately. I don't have to hit the ramps. So from there, depending on what the episode is, I will either play out that episode, right? Or I will take safe shots that I just wanted to come back to the flipper and I'm just avoiding lighting my multi-ball, starting any multi-ball or anything like that. Typically what can happen is, is because you're starting your episode, you might also end up locking a ball at the same time because that's where you can have your ball lock. Uh, the other thing, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but just to be clear, this is on competition install. This isn't on default. So if something's slightly different, that's why. So from there, what I like to do is, again, I'll either play out my mode or I won't. It depends what the mode is. The one mode I want to guarantee myself that I will play out is episode four, which is Night of the Mausers. That's the Baxter uh, one mode. That's his very first one or the first episode. And this is important for a major reason. And a major reason for this is, is that quite frankly, this episode is easy to complete. Okay. But each episode also gives you a completion bonus that you can use in your team up multi-ball. So for those scoring at home, team up multi-ball can come after you have played through four episodes. And it's very important to get to this point because it is where you can grind out some more points. I've had some team ups that have equaled out to 40, clear up to 60 million on their own by utilizing this. And so what I like to do, if I get nigh of the Mausers, I'll play it out. You can hit the targets, the spot your shots, you can hit ramps, you can hit orbits. Basically everything's lit. And this is also a great episode to bring into multi-ball. My preference is, is I want episode four to set up with a multi-ball, which would be our ninja pizza multi-ball. That's my preference to do. Because obviously the more balls that are out there, the easier it is to complete the mode. Okay, so that's very important right there. If you can, set it up by hitting the pizza targets, which will change the mode that's lit. So sometimes if episode four is lit on ball one, I'll go ahead and just hit a pizza target and change the episode. No harm done. That's often what I'll do. I don't like taking episode four on its own. So we go on from there. Let's say we're done with our first mode. From there, I'll really start focusing in on getting the next mode lit but I'll also focus in on hitting the layer shot here and there. I want to get my training lit. And this is assuming I'm going to blow up the game. This isn't a tournament strategy. This is a, I'm wanting to show off, go for broke, leave my initials somewhere. I'm wanting to put up over a hundred million on this pin, yeah, which is an incredible score on this. Now I saw that Escher Lefkoff got 760 some odd million or something like that, but he's on God tier level. So the rest of us mere mortals, if you get over a hundred million, that's really good. That's really good. And that's what we're aiming for right here. Thus, I will go ahead and get Lair ready, hit the target. I think it's like four or five times at that point. And then that's when I'll want to go into the Lair shot underneath the upper flipper in order to start training for my level two Raphael. 
as everybody knows that shot it's brick city so an easy way that you can get there is simply get it on your left flipper do a little flip and you'll see the ball roll up the end lane come back to your flipper and then you could just flick it up and you can backhand it that's how i found is the easiest way to do this i've done the layer shot on its own just from the right flipper and it's quite frankly just as frustrating as the raza right ramp was for me I don't hit it often. The best that I've done so far is legitimately about 38 for 100. So a 38% shot rate at my best, which is not very good. Whereas I'm 50-50 on just flipping it up there. So I just choose just to do that. Plus it's a lot easier to post pass from the right to the left. So once you get that started, of course, you're going to hit the right ramp and then the left ramp in order to finish out your, your training basically. And that will get you to, I believe it's 2x crane combo, which is not important at all. We don't care about that for this. What we do care about is, is getting to our next episode now. And this is where I said earlier that, you know, the new code update might undo this because from what I hear, you don't have to start new episodes in order to relight the April and the layer targets, which would be really important because it kind of takes away that progression or any reason to really go through your progression necessarily. But for now, before that codes out, we're going to just say, you got to get to the next episode. And from here, for me, it doesn't really matter what episode I'm doing. Although there are some that are easier. I just find, I just want to go ahead and get it started. I'm not worried about moving the episodes or anything like that. Again, if I'm on episode four, I'm going to go ahead and take my multi-ball right around this point. And this is really, and we're talking about the Ninja pizza multi-ball that's below the turtle van or in that pizza parlor. And this is your most important multi-ball right here this is the most important time in the whole game especially early on if you're going to absolutely blow it up and here's why so we're going to say let's act like that we're in night of the mausers episode four all the shots are lit and let's say we're starting to start our multi-ball the good news is and you want to keep this in mind for this multi-ball is that you don't well i say this is good news you will not be able to collect any gummy bears gummy bears adds a ball that's not in this, in competition install. But you do have on your active ingredients starting out that octopus. And that's so darn important because it starts your frenzy. And this is where all the points in the game, as of today, as of right now, this is legitimately where all the points are at. So once you start this mode and you have, or once you start uh, your multi-ball, and you have octopus toppings, you want to basically focus in on getting your 2x lit from there, okay? And this works even better, even more important with Raphael. If you can hold off on this multi-ball and you can get to your level three training, you add an X on top of your playfield X. So basically three X, I believe is what it becomes, which is so much more important. And I'm gonna tell you why, because we're gonna go over these numbers and it's all gonna make sense. So we're in multi-ball and then we're going to assume that we're trying to get 2x running. That means we got to keep complete layer, the layer targets until that 2x lights that's up towards, it's in the middle of the play field on the north side, right by the pizza parlor. You'll see it marked by an insert. And what you want to do from there, you're going to go ahead and hit that target. That's going to start your 2x. It's going to light it. And then from there, you are going to hit the right spinner on that right orbit until you drain, until you can't do it anymore, until you just pass out from sheer boredom or you get a cramp in your hands and you can't do it anymore. 
It is by far the most optimal play that you can do. Eventually, that frenzy, that switch frenzy will work its way up from, I believe it starts out at 3,000 per hit, and eventually it will max out at 35,000 points. Thus, when you hit that spinner, if you're ripping it really well, you're gonna be anywhere between 850, clear up to 1.2 million per spin, usually. I've, I stay right around there when it's maxed out. And what's even better is, is for any mode, or sorry, for any training that you do, it adds a percentage on. So if you get to 3x training, you're going to be adding 20% to your total base score, which basically will raise that 35k ceiling up to 40 to, or that that 35k base. Or see, no, 35k is base. I'm losing my mind here. That he'll raise the 35k ceiling to 42,000. So you'll be able to max out your frenzy at 42,000, and that's just the base. Now you bring the multiplier into it, which is a 3x, that'll take it up to 126,000. So is this all starting to make sense? So on its own, without any multipliers, it would be 35,000. With the multipliers, it would start rising up a little bit more. It changes it around a little bit. It adds on 10% uh, whenever you finish training too. So all this is important to bring this together. And thus, when you bring it up to with the 3x multiplier, it becomes worth 126,000 per switch hit, okay? Doesn't sound like much until you realize when you rip that spinner over and over and over again, your scores become about 5 million points. That is massive in a game in which people have grand champion scores on their home at 30 to 50 million. And you can legitimately just hit the spinner at will if you can play under control, if you can play trapped up, you hit the spinner at will, you're good to go. You, I mean, you could absolutely just keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. And you can pretty much ignore the modes completely too and be able to get 100 million point games just from doing that. You honestly can. I've done it a few times. At the very least, like I pointed out on a Facebook group, you can pretty much guarantee that you'll at least be consistent at 30, 40, 50 million. I mean, you will be. If you can dial it in and you can perform these things in order, that's pretty much where, you, where you'll get to. All right, so the other part is, and kind of circling back a little bit, a big reason why I want to make sure that I complete episode four of Night of the Mousers is because whenever you do get into Team Up Multiball, you will have basically a lot of the shots lit in which you need to hit X amount of shots. I can't even remember. I wish I knew the exact answer because I'm trying to tell you guys this, this information, but basically you gotta hit, hit a certain amount of shots and that'll light a turtle in which you, you save the turtle. Whichever one you're not, so we're Raphael, that means we're gonna save Leonardo, we're gonna save Donatello, and we're gonna save Michelangelo. That's the idea of it, is to rescue the three other turtles to complete the moat. Well, if you complete episode four, the completion power up for it, or the benefit of that is that the return lanes will spot a shot. That is insanely important, especially considering all we have to do then, the whole entire time you're in team up, all you do is hit the left ramp over and over and over again, 
spot your shots until a turtle's lit, hit the turtle, hit the ramp over and over and over again until another turtle's lit, hit that turtle, save them. Then you're back to left ramp over and over and over again. Realistically, that's really all you have to do. And it's relatively safe. If you are an average pinball player, you should at least be able to scratch out a decent amount of points just playing multi-ball like this. If you're an above average pinball player, you will raise your scores up considerably overnight just by doing this. And like I said, as of right now, as of the current code, this all works. And just the expected value out of these points is so much higher by utilizing your multipliers, utilizing your switch hits, utilizing the correct toppings, utilizing the correct turtle. This is by far the easiest way for people to really scratch out points. Now, there is some meta in it that if you're going to go deep, deep, deep into the game, other turtles might be more beneficial, maybe depending on how you're going to play it. But I mean, that's, it's a stretch though. As of right now, Raphael, to me, just for this particular, particular strategy, I think it's the best way to go. I, you know, I don't worry about the jackpots at all. And even if you're playing on default and you have gummies added on for the add ball, it, it's still so much more important too, to make sure that you do have octopus on your toppings and to keep in mind too, the way that you make sure you have octopus on there, if you're playing on default and not on any competition, because sometimes I don't think it, maybe it does. I haven't played it enough, but if it doesn't start off as an active topping, then you just hit one of those pizza targets and that will keep moving the toppings and waiting over to your active toppings that aren't locked. And again, anytime you lock a ball, you're locking in a topping. So keep that in mind and you'll know which ones are unlocked based off your green, the uh, little green tri or not triangle, the green outline that's on that topping. So that's ultimately what you want to look for right there. And again, training is so dang important because each level increases your overall score. Anything that you score, it increases level two is 10%, level three is 20%, level four, 30%. So there is value in that, especially if you're running a 2x play field, especially if you're running a uh, 3x multiplier because you have the added benefit of level three Raphael. And that's all I got today. That's, I mean, that's the way to do it. So, you know, if you got to listen to this all over again, if I was all over the place, I apologize. Again, easiest way octopus toppings, right? Make sure you get 2x lit while you're in multi ball rip spinner all day there you go that's the easiest way and this works in ninja pizza it does not work in turtle power multi-ball which is on your right ramp doesn't really work in team up multi-ball either doesn't work on wizard modes or anything like that this is strictly ninja pizza multi-ball make sure again last time we'll say this octopus on the toppings get your 2x play field lit get it going and then rip the right spinner and technically 2x from my understanding is only supposed to last about 30 seconds my timers have always had it going for at least a minute and 15 seconds all you got to do to keep the 2x going is just hit it again it'll restart the timer all over again other than that if you can stay under control and you can just keep ripping it over and over and over again you'll see your scores go up you will knock down your high scores you'll basically shock anybody that you're playing let them go ahead and hit jackpots all day long let them 
play out their modes and put the ball in danger for what? For 30,000 points? No. We're not looking for 30, 35, 50,000 points. We don't even care about a 250,000 point, you know, completion bonus of an episode. What we care about is, is working that spinner upwards of 1 million per, per hit or 5 million per hit. That's what we're looking for. So hopefully that works. If you guys have any questions, just leave a comment below. I'll be sure and answer it. I'll be more than happy to help. Other than that, have fun chasing that grand champion score. You guys take care and I'll see you guys later.